At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back to the Lombardi line here on a Wednesday. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the VEASAN studio at the beautiful South Point Hotel, Casino and Spa. Hour number two and time to talk a little NBA. Jonathan Von Tobel joins us. He is VEASAN's senior NBA analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at MeJVT. And I got to believe he is currently like a kid in the candy store. The playoffs Mm -hmm. are here, JVT. And uh, you were in good form last night, excited about uh, the postseason getting underway. But those games were a little bit vanilla. You know, they kind of didn't meet expectations. Looks like we may have a, a better couple of games here this evening, at least on paper that way going in. Did any did you do any betting on uh, the two games last night, and what did you take away from both the Wizards and the Celtics and also the Pacers and the Hornets? Uh, yeah, so I did. I was involved in, in both, Brady. You know, I took a little bit on the uh, Charlotte Hornets at the bigger play on the Boston Celtics. And, and look, I think there's a couple of things that come out of it, right? You know, one, uh, these are, right, seven, eight, nine, ten gay teams playing one another. Uh, so we're going to get some pretty bad teams in this mix. But I was really surprised by the Hornets kind of showing up like it was the second leg of a back-to-back on a Tuesday in March, right? Like it was a really odd performance from Charlotte defensively. But, you know, I talked about this last night on the nightcap. I don't come away with anything different, right, about any of these teams. You know, I thought Boston matched up pretty well with Washington, very undervalued by the many market, even though you had a lot of numbers that dictated that this team uh, would be able to have some success against the Washington Wizards. And I still think that it's going to be a relatively quick series against the Brooklyn Nets. I still think the Washington Wizards will likely move on against the Indiana Pacers. You know, Wes has brought this up before. And by the way, it cashes again last night. Now 16 and 7 to the over since Miles Turner has been injured, right? He played in one of those games. But regardless, has been an over team because of the way they play defense. And their offense has been a little bit better. But I think Washington will be able to succeed against that defense like we've seen. You're going to need a better version of Russell Westbrook than you got last night. You're going to need more than I think it was a combined one of 13 from three-point range from Davis Bertans and, uh, sorry, Davis Bertans and Bradley Beal. But I don't really change much after what I saw last night, you know? 
Yeah, and John uh, was wanting to kind of ask to see if uh, what is going to happen now. We have a seed advance, that being the Boston Celtics. In terms of the series and the series price now put out, I believe it was like minus 1,600 was what I was just told in terms of the Brooklyn Nets. So obviously with with the spread that big, it's tough to kind of play that, but some books are going to offer exact margins in terms of the series. And actually I now see 1,400 at DraftKings. So let me correct that. But you can often play, okay, Nets and five or Nets and six or exact margin of the series. So where would you go here if you were betting the Celtics Nets series? Yeah, you know, I think like a Nets and five uh, uh, West is, is probably the way that I would go. I mean, look, just from a matchup perspective, right? There was the top three teams in the Eastern Conference West. There was one team that I was going to be willing to bet on Boston in a series with, and that was the Milwaukee Bucks. The mm-hmm. Milwaukee Bucks have a lot of problems with really good perimeter-oriented defense, or excuse me, offenses. But the like, look at the matchup again. You know, I like to do this every once in a while because I'm a big matchup guy on top of these numbers. You know, draw lines right from guys who are going to defend one another in a lot of these matchups. Who's getting Kevin Durant in this matchup on a night-to-night basis, right? Because whoever's getting him is either giving up some speed, right? If it's going to be like a Mo Wagner or Tristan Thompson, if they ever have the audacity to get switched onto him, they're going to give up a lot of size. If it's going to be a Jason Tatum, a Marcus Smart, right? Like there's just so many guys that just there's there's nobody in terms of a defensive matchup for Kevin Durant. So that's going to be an issue. I think if you look at what the problems have been for Boston throughout this entire year, it has been their defense and the inconsistencies of their defense. Defense, and you're going to need to score. And while you can make up the difference, right, without Jalen Brown against a team like the Washington Wizards, how are you going to do it against the Brooklyn Nets when their offense is continuing to operate at a really high level? So I think this is a relatively quick series. I would say five. You know, this is basketball. This is a very good perimeter-oriented offense in Boston. So a hot shooting night against a perimeter defense that has its issues it will probably pop up and give them a win. But this, I think, is a very good matchup for the Brooklyn Nets, and I think this is going to be about a five-game set. John, let's move to the action on the hardwood tonight, and it starts at 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 p.m. Eastern for the San Antonio Spurs in Memphis to meet the Grizzlies. And it's kind of interesting. These teams are just separated by one spot in the standings. Of course, the 9 versus the 10 here. But the Spurs were six games below 500. Memphis finished the season uh, four games above 500. The Spurs also ended the year with a four-game losing skid. Uh, Yet the point spread here is four points. What is your take on this game? Can the Spurs turn things around the way they finish the regular season in such a hole? I hope not. I laid I laid three and a half with Memphis in this one, Brady. So I, look, you know, you mentioned this slide that San Antonio's on. Let, let's make it a larger sample size, right? Not just the last four games. Uh, they are two and ten straight up. They are five, six, and one against the spread in their last twelve games. That coincides with the loss of Derek White, a sixteen point per game scorer for an offense that just isn't very good. And you look at their offense over these last ten to twelve games, and you realize the absence of White and how bad it has been for this team. Last ten games for the Spurs, one hundred nine point two and terms of the offensive rating 23rd best mark in terms of non-garbage time minutes according to cleaning the glass just hasn't been very good on the offensive side and you're going to need that right because this Spurs team since the all-star break has been one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA 20th and actually let me see this 23rd in terms of defensive efficiency if you look over their last 10 games we're talking about a defense that's given up well over 120 points every 100 possessions Spurs just aren't really in good form right now and Memphis They've been a little overvalued at times from a point spread perspective. You know, it's funny. Quietly, them and Golden State actually entered that matchup. One was on a 6-1 and one run. The other was on a 7-1 and one run. But one of them, Memphis, had not been covering numbers at the same rate as the other as Golden State. So I, I think this is one where the market has kind of overcorrected itself a little bit here, right? Memphis at minus 3, 3.5, I think was a really good value play. They match up really well with San Antonio. They can defend them very well in my mind. And I just don't like where the Spurs are at at this point right now, given the loss of light and where they at over the last 12 games. John, let me ask you about the total for this game. We've already seen a little bit of a drop here. All three games went to the over in the regular season, but we did not see it last night, obviously, in that 9-10 in the East matchup with Charlotte and Indiana, but when you get into kind of a one-and-done scenario, which this is what this is, lose or go home, you want to think that maybe the defense is going to be better in a game like this, or maybe the tempo is going to slow, especially if it's a competitive game going into late in the fourth quarter. Neither of these two teams really efficient on offense in terms of the season. Bottom 10, an effective field goal percentage. So curious to what you think, because I have not bet this yet, but I was kind of leaning to the under in this spot, and I just think that maybe – 
you're going to see the higher scoring kind of like what we see in NBA games now in the first half. Then if this is competitive in the fourth quarter, a couple possession game, then you may see it slow to a crawl late in the fourth. Yeah, I, I think you're you're counting on pace more than anything in a game like this, right, Wes? Because Memphis, I don't think they really want to get very quick. San Antonio is not a very fast team, so that's really going to help in that regard. I mentioned the offensive issues for San Antonio, right? Spurs are a team that are built around the mid-range, don't attack within four feet of the basket. That really plays into what Memphis wants to do on the defensive end of the floor. So you can really foresee a situation where it's a slow-paced game and San Antonio is not performing well offensively. You know, I think the one thing that I guess it would turn you off, but I agree with the sentiment that the market has taken here with pushing this under. Remember, open. 225 and a half. So it's gone under quite a bit here, at least in terms of the movement. Something that has stuck out, you know, I mentioned since the all-star break, the defense for the San Antonio Spurs. How about this? They've allowed opponents over these last 12 games, take 35.6% of their attempts at the rim, 20.9% of their shots within short mid range. They rank 30th in opponent shooting from four to 14 feet. Memphis takes the most shots from that area of the floor and they rank fifth in terms of shooting from that area of the floor. So that would be the one thing that kind of worries me when you've lost the points on this total, where if you struggle so much in one key area of the floor and your opponent just thrives offensively in that area of the floor, will you be able to keep Memphis down to the point where they push this over the total with their own offensive performance? But overall, I think it's a slow paced game because of the way these two teams played. I would agree that this has been pushed from 225 and a half down to 222 and a half at the South point where you guys are at. I agree with the market sentiment for sure. Jonathan Von Tobel joining us. He is VEASAN's senior NBA analyst taking a look at the card for your Wednesday night doubleheader. And coming up at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, it'll be the main event. And, John, there's a lot of buzz about this game. And it's really been going on for about three or four weeks as we started to see the standings develop. People have been talking about the potential Steph Curry versus LeBron matchup. And here we go. Now, both of these teams come in really hot. Golden State has won six in a row. The Lakers have won five in a row. Do you think there's the potential that LeBron and AD could just absolutely roll Golden State, or do we get a good one tonight? I do think there's the potential, right? And we have recent history to tell us this, Brady. Three games between these two teams, a 2-1 and one straight up and against the spread record for the Lakers and a net rating of plus 16.4. Like, it has just been two games in which they have slaughtered the Golden State Warriors. And if you look, too, from an offensive standpoint for Golden State in those three games, offensive rating of 97.4, so not even averaging a point per possession. So in the other part we should know, too, The Lakers have defended in these three games Steph Curry very well. Only 23 points per game on 42% shooting from the floor, only 34% from beyond the arc. You know, when you have a team like Golden State who doesn't have many valves offensively outside of Steph Curry and a hot Andrew Wiggins night, you're going to have some problems on a night-to-night basis. It's why they finished in the 20s in terms of offensive efficiency as a team, despite having one of the best offensive seasons for a single player in Steph Curry. So I think that's going to be a problem for them, right? And then you look at some of the intricacies of some of the other matchups that we're going to see on the floor. For example, when Anthony Davis and LeBron James are on the floor together, plus 14.4 net rating, they're a team that dominates within four feet of the basket. They're very good at attacking the rim. They're a very good rebounding team. And that has been one of the things that has really bothered the Golden State Warriors this year. They're a really good at defense. Actually finished fifth in defensive efficiency very quietly this year. But bottom 20s in terms of opponent offensive rebounding rate, especially in half-court situations. Bottom 20s in terms of defensive rebounded rate overall as a team. And those are the kind of things that I think in a matchup like this are really going to hurt them. So I thought personally, you know, Circa at one point yesterday bottomed out at four. That was a little extreme, right? Now we're starting to make our way up. I agree with pushing this back up to where it's at. So really no value in five and a half. I'm hoping it gets back down to five, maybe four and a half, and I'll get in here. But I do think the Lakers have a really strong matchup in their advantage here tonight against Golden State. And John, I'll go to the total here and also maybe some props because you brought up a very interesting point about how the Lakers have done well against Steph Curry this season. I think we were talking about that, Brady and I, in the last segment of the first hour. 36 and a half is the point total I saw for Steph Curry, and I thought that was a little high. I know what he did against Memphis in terms of recency bias where he basically just carried that team on his back when they lost the lead and they got the win to go ahead and get in this eighth spot. But if you look at what the Lakers do defensively, even when LeBron and AD were out, Frank Vogel did a really nice job with this team, and I just think that they can send multiple defenders against Steph Curry. You can send Schroeder out there. You can send Caruso. You can send THT, LeBron. They have a lot of defenders because I don't think Vogel is going to want to get his big guys stuck in a lot of pick and roll situations like Drummond and Gasol and Harrell and the like. So the under's already been bet here. I don't know how much value. It's lost some value clearly now down to 218. But would you?
would you be interested in the under here at this standpoint? Just because I think that the Lakers kind of have had the recipe in terms of stopping Steph Curry, and that means you got to count on somebody like Andrew Wiggins, or you got to count on the Baysmores of the world to really have higher than average games. Yeah, I think Wes, if you're if you're attacking this from an under perspective, the total isn't the way to go, right? You've mentioned the lost value. Some spots open. This is high as two twenty three and a half. We're down to two eighteen and a half. It's hard in a playoff game, right? Essentially, this is a playoff game to lose five points on the total and still feel comfortable betting mm-hmm. this under. Uh, but I'll say this: you know, you alluded to the one that has stuck out to me. Under on a Steph Curry point total prop would be the way to go. I mean, look, Curry's been freaking spectacular. I love watching him play. He has been awesome. But you even look over these last 10, you know, this eight-game stretch that they have been on. You know, Brady, you mentioned their winning streak that they're on. They're also 8-1 and one over their last nine games, both straight up and against the number. But if you look at it, six of their opponents that they have faced over this eight-game or nine-game stretch, whatever it's been, I can't remember math, uh, but – that is, there have been um, six of them that have ranked 23rd or lower in defensive efficiency. They faced Phoenix, very good defensive team for the season. But since the all-star break, that's the 20th ranked defense in the NBA. This is not that animal that you're facing right now in the Los Angeles Lakers. So I would foresee a lower scoring game here for Steph Curry. So if you wanted to bet the under and you couldn't get in on the game total, I think a way to kind of circumvent that West is to go under on Curry's point total prop. And you're also, I think, getting value because you know that thing's loaded to the moon a little bit higher because of the way he's been playing lately. Yep, absolutely. And Wes and I talked about this a little earlier, too. The bet I kind of like a little bit more than messing with Steph Curry are the prop bets on Andrew Wiggins. You talked about how hot he's been as of late. Johnny's really stepped up his defensive game, too, really starting to become an integral piece to this Warriors team. I kind of like him over 20 and a half points because if Golden State's going, you talk about how the Lakers are going to focus on Steph. They do such a good job defending him. It could be a night where Wiggins goes over 20 and a half points. Yeah, I think well, at least at the very least, Brady, if you're going to be playing that, you know that he should be getting the shot attempts, right? Because the they were, the Lakers are going to be trying to getting the ball out of Steph Curry's hands. It's going to be go to anybody else at this point right now. And if you look too, and you're right, right? 21 points against the Grizzlies, 38 points against the Phoenix Suns. He had a really solid month of May. Uh, Andrew Wiggins did. So I think if you're, yeah, if you want to play a point total over, it could be Wiggins. And it's not even so much that you know he's going to go over it, but you know he's going to get the shot attempts. And I think that always helps you out in that regard. John, got about a minute left. Just want to get your take in terms of the overall macro sense of the series prices that we are going to have starting this weekend. I think you and I are on a similar one, both on the Atlanta Hawks. Any other series bets that you've made so far? Yeah, so I bet the Hawks minus one twenty. That was at William Hill West. You know, I'm I haven't I haven't bet it yet. I am looking more and more into this. I am pretty tempted to take a plus price there with the Denver Nuggets. You know, Portland has a massive matchup advantage in the backcourt, right? We know how beat up the Nuggets are. I'm not telling you anything crazy. Facundo Campazzo is going to get a lot of minutes guarding Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, giving up a lot of size to those guys. But this is a trade-off, guys. Remember, there are two teams on the court and there are two sides to every coin. While the Portland Trailblazers have a massive matchup with the backcourt, they are one of the worst interior defenses that you're going to see in the postseason at this point right now. And last time I checked, the front court for the the Denver Nuggets is pretty damn good. And I just don't know how they're going to be able to contain Denver in that regard. So I don't, like, I'm pretty surprised by this plus price. And I think Denver might be getting a little disrespected here with that series. Haven't bet it yet, but I want to see if I can get greedy, get a better number. All right, JVT, thank you very much. Great stuff as always. You're pretty excited about Matthew Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris, your top two picks. I feel like those are pretty solid. From where I was in the draft, right, 12th, I think those are pretty solid top two picks. Absolutely. A couple of good players and uh, sharp picks for a lot of people right now. All right, my man, enjoy the basketball and the golf. We'll talk to you down the road. Yep, take it easy, guys. All right, that is Jonathan Von Tobel, VEASAN senior NBA analyst. We'll come back and get into the baseball card for your Wednesday right here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back into the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And we've got baseball underway, Wes, the Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox going at it again. Matthew Shoemaker taking on Lucas Giolito, bottom of the first inning, and the Twins have a runner on board, and it's scoreless right now, 0-0. But uh, the Twins putting up a little bit of a threat here, and they got the win on Tuesday after being hammered by the White Sox on Monday, so trying to take two out of three here. Twins showing a little bit of life. I always talk about listing your pitchers, and I actually bet the Twins yesterday when Michael Pineda was on the mound, because I always say listed pitchers, whether it's at the counter or on the app. And, of course, Pineda got scratched, and the guy, Bailey Ober, who is the 6'9", 260-pound rookie, basically making his first start last night. Twins get the win, but my bet gets canceled. But I usually recommend, okay, go ahead and list your pitchers. Don't bet action. Action would have worked for me last night, but it's okay. It's okay. I normally recommend listed pitchers, but didn't work out for me. Last yeah, night. same situation for me on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Tuesday with the Minnesota Twins. Did not go back to the well with Minnesota today. At uh, let's see, just after the uh, noon hour here out west, it'll be the Rockies at the Padres, and the Padres have been put the hammer down on Colorado. And uh, by the odds makers' indication, they're looking to do it again here today. It'll be Joe Musgrove against Chichi Gonzalez. This one at Petco Park and at BetMGM. The Padres are a minus 275 favorite and pretty low total here of just seven and a half, Wes. Um, I I can't lay the price, but Musgrove is a pitcher that I have been betting. I, I think he is probably better than some of his numbers will indicate. The price is very high here. Now, Chichi Gonzalez comes off his best outing in the season at Coors Field, really shut down the Cincinnati Reds. But Chichi sometimes uh, 
uh, uh, he can get batted around a little bit, although his numbers aren't really that awful. 450 ERA, 472 XFIP. They're not great, however. So price is a little bit too high for me to bet San Diego at this standpoint. So it's likely going to be a stay away. All right. My Giants uh, taking it to your red so far anyway, but you've got Wade Miley on the hill today facing Kevin Gaussman. And Gaussman's been outstanding for San Francisco. Of course, Wade Miley has one of the no hitters already in Major League Baseball. Now, you went to handicapping 101 school there and faded Wade Miley off of the no hitter. That worked out well for you. He is a small underdog here today. Which way would you go in this one? I'm considering doing it again, even though Gaussman may get some regression at some standpoint. 184 ERA, but 322 on the XFIP. That's still not bad, though. If you're anywhere around that three range, uh, pretty good. But Miley, maybe this is the spot to uh, go against him again, but it seems so tempting. It seems so small because the Reds have not been playing well. The Giants have really gotten the better of them so far. This series uh, did so again last night and also when Dace Lafani returned to Cincinnati. So small lean right now to San Francisco. I have not bet this. I don't know. There may be some money come back on the Miley side, but right now it's a pass for me, but lean to Gaussman. Yeah, a lot of pressure on San Francisco to continue to win as San Diego is hard charging just a half game behind the Giants in the National League West. Let's look at the Marlins and the Phillies. This is 405 Pacific, 705 Eastern, and a pretty good pitching matchup here with Trevor Rogers going for the fish against Zach Eflin for the Phillies. And Eflin is a small favorite here at home at BetMGM, minus 125 and another low total of seven and a half. And probably the, the price is right here that Eflin should be a small favorite, but Trevor Rogers, Marlins really do have some good young pitchers though with Lopez and and also with Trevor Rogers. Eflin getting a little bit of the money here. If this goes up, maybe where I can get Marlins plus 125-ish or somewhere like that, that would be where I would go. They got a real strong showing the Phillies did last night out of Zach Wheeler through seven innings, gave up no runs on five hits, 10 strikeouts last night against the Marlins. So this is a Marlins team that their lineup can really go awry at times and not put a lot on the board. But on the price, if I get 125 Rogers, but as of now, nothing. I did play the Phillies, and I think I got minus 120 on Zach Eflin mm-hmm. there. So rooting for the fight and fills here today. Uh, the Rays at the Orioles are also a 405-705 start here, and it looks like it'll be another opener for the Tampa Bay Rays with Ryan Yarbrough taking on another former no-hitter this season representative in John Means, and uh, Baltimore is a small favorite here, Wes. Did you do anything with this one? Lean a little bit, actually, to the Orioles. I did go against Means that last that next time out. He did not get the decision, but they did lose the game. But this is a small price here, uh, and John Means' numbers have been very good outside of even that no-hitter. Just 121 ERA, 357 XFIP. So small lean to the O's here in the spot. Yeah, he has not shown much regression off of that no-hitter at all. Means definitely a hot hand there for the staff of the Baltimore Orioles. We'll talk some puck with our man Lou Finicaro, the postseason hockey expert he is when we return right here on the Lombardi line on VSEN. here at vcin.com every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of the bets and money are being placed on each game check into this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge and of course we have all the odds data and analysis for every game as well start your next sports bet at vcin.com Time to talk a little hockey with our man Lou Finicaro. You can follow him on Twitter at GamBlue. And in case you didn't know, Mr. UFC is also a postseason hockey expert. Four games on the ice today, Lou. A slate of four on the card. I'm fired up. I know you are. And let's start with the Bruins hosting the Washington Capitals. This has been a great series so far with both games going to overtime. It's tied at one apiece. And now the Bees return home and laying a pretty big price here to night to the Capitals. Your thoughts, sir? 
Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. I appreciate coming and speaking hockey. Uh, it's a it's a passionate sport like UFC. In the case of uh, Boston, they're really in a favorable position. Uh, not only is Kuznetsov their main center for Washington dinged up and trying to get on the ice, but now uh, Lars Ellers, who took his place and is a major component in trying to compete with the front line that is the Boston Bruins, Marchant and company, uh, he's he's looking like he's out. So Washington's limping in. There's no quit in him. Uh, I happen to look at the Boston price as minus 175 is pretty fair understanding and realizing the, the depth of veteran leadership in that Boston locker room. They've already been down 0-1. They don't want to go down 1-2 at home. I think it's a great position for Boston. But as you gentlemen know, uh, I get sick if I have to bet anything over a buck 30. And so I'm going to find a way to use Boston uh, and limit them to a one-unit bet. And so I'm going to use Boston as a parlay, leg one minus the 175 or so. And I'm going to use them with a game we'll talk about uh, here shortly, I'm sure. Lou, uh, Carolina and Nashville. Carolina one nothing series lead, 5-2 in game one against a big crowd down there in North Carolina. Dominated the five-on-five. Five. Really a very good power play unit. Our Carolina Hurricanes, second in the league, 29th in the league on the other side on the penalty kill for the Nashville Predators. Carolina looked really sharp in game one. Do you see more of the same here? Yeah, I, I really do, Wes, and their speed and precision is forcing uh, the Preds really with a lack of depth into penalties, and then the mismatches get more pronounced. Uh, yesterday, we talked about closing line value. Thankfully, this line is stuck where it opened, and because of that, I can avoid betting it tonight, which I'm going to do. I was just going to see if this was going to be the second leg of your parlay. Now we have the other game coming up between the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues, and we're seeing this price in Colorado get into the neighborhood of minus 350. Really quite a price here for a playoff hockey game. And I was going to ask you, Lou, are you more confident with Colorado beating St. Louis or Carolina beating Nashville? I'm kind of, I think, equally confident with both favorites. I'm more confident with Carolina because I like the Blues. I liked the Blues before the tournament started. I liked them before game one. Uh, for the first period, Colorado uh, Avs fans were a little concerned in that game one until the levy broke. And look, 49 po uh, shots against St. Louis Bennington. What we found out is Bennington came to play this playoff series. And we also found out that St. Louis is a team that averages 30 shots against every night. So 49 was an aberration. They know it, they're gonna address it. And I love St. Louis. Now, let's not get over our skis. If we wanna take St. Louis straight plus the 300 or so, you'll get better than five to one teaming that up with Boston. Rather, I'm gonna play safe and conservative take the St. Louis plus the goal and a half. If this game gets to overtime, I win, and that's a plus 220 payoff. Boston on the money line to the puck line on St. Louis. If I can get Boston in, I really like my position with the Blues tonight. I've not given up on them whatsoever. They play from the goal out. They, they had a bad game, and the world has now given up on them, but I have not. Brady, we talked about that, actually, in terms of taking the puck and a half. That's something I like to do sometimes, not all the time in the NHL playoffs, really, especially when the total is getting bet to the under. Mm -hmm. And you can see it getting juiced to the under. I think sometimes that gives that goal and a half a little bit more value. So that's certainly a way to go. Looking at this total, five and a half, basically, here for the Avs and the Blues, it is starting to get bet to the under a little bit at minus 115. I would expect that traffic to continue. So perhaps some value there in lose play. But Lou, Let's go up north of the border, not ignore our Canadian brothers and sisters. They get started tonight. Winnipeg and Edmonton. Edmonton seeing the money here. No surprise with Connor McDavid in the season that he has had now up to about $1.55, pretty much market wide. But there's a lot of people, and I think that you're one of them, that do like this Winnipeg Jets team and think that maybe they're the team that's getting swept on here in the West. Well, I, I will disclose on Point Spread Weekly in this past weekend, I, I, I do have Edmonton as a future position. That said, 
once those future positions are made, they're tucked away and they have no bearing on how I approach the the game-by-game uh, -game playoffs. And we discussed it yesterday. Well, here's Winnipeg sitting at uh, plus 135, 140 right now, uh, I'm seeing. And so they open m plus 125. So s there's already been a dime or 15 cents of movement. I They're on the road. I like them. We've seen nothing of this series. Both teams have been on the shelf for an awful long time. I look for a little bit of a sluggish game, and and the and uh, Edmonton's going to have to prove it to me in game one. And so at a plus 140 now, I'd say don't bet it now. Wait till 10 minutes before puck drop when you're getting plus 150 because you will. You'll find that if you're that patient and then take uh, Winnipeg at that point. And let's see what Edmonton has. Lou, just about 30 seconds left here. Wes and I were looking at this adjusted series price between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. First of all, do you have a, a series bet on this series uh, prior to it getting underway? And you look at the adjusted price. Want to know your thoughts on this as well. Minnesota plus 175 at BetMGM. The Vegas Golden Knights at minus 225. That seems like a very big adjustment off of the Vegas win on Tuesday night. Uh, it, it does if you're looking at the past body of work and and such. Um, uh, those are good numbers, Brady. I, I would still lean Las Vegas. That's where I leaned at the beginning of the tournament, and I still lean that way, though I wouldn't pay that price. All right. Very good, my friend. Enjoy the puck tonight. It gets started at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. I know I'll be watching right along with you, Lou, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road, my friend. Wes uh, and Brady, thanks for having me on, and good luck, everyone. You bet, Lou. Thank you. That is Gamblue on Twitter. We'll come back and finish up the baseball card, finish up the program, and send it over to Circa for the nuts when we return right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Join the sports betting excitement with BetMGM and you can win $100 for just a $1 wager on the Warriors or the Lakers. If either team hits a three-pointer, you win. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 and get in the ring with the king of sports books so that you can turn game time into showtime. Simply download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and use the promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. 800-889-9789. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Lombardi line. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you wrapping up the baseball card for a Wednesday. And Wes, we will start in Atlanta for the Mets and the Braves and NL East battle. The Mets on top of the division. They've won a couple in a row. This is a 420 Pacific, 720 Eastern first pitch. David Peterson against your favorite Marsh, uh, Martian, Charlie Morton. And the Braves are pretty heavy favorite here, Wes. You've got minus 190 here at BetMGM and another low total of seven and a yeah, I'm going to stay away from the side, even though it seems like this is a get-right spot for Atlanta. Charlie Morton's been kind of pedestrian in his first season so far down in the ATL. But if you look at some of the numbers here with these two pitchers, David Peterson, 486 ERA, but just 317 on the XFIP. Charlie Morton, 508 on the ERA, 375 on the XFIP. You're starting to see, I think people have seen those numbers. This was eight in the overnight, now seeing seven and a half. Still juiced to the over, so it's still like seven and a half over minus 120 so you can get even money on under seven and a half I'd prefer eight but that's where I would lean here is the under I think you can maybe get some positive regressors on these pitching staffs uh, especially these starters but also the fact neither of these two teams are really hitting Braves are hitting the long ball and they lead the National League in home runs but if you look at how they're hitting just 211 hitting as a team Mets at just 218 so these are two lineups that are still trying to find their their roots here at the plate so to speak so I don't disagree with this move on the under between Mets and Braves the Red Sox at the Blue Jays and this will go down uh, just after 4 30 p.m. Pacific time 737 Eastern Garrett Richards versus Ross Stripling and the Blue Jays have really been on a roll as of late uh, trailing the Red Sox still in the division but they're favored here in Dunedin today West minus 130 here at BetMGM and nine and a half year total and I believe this has been getting uh, money towards the under here ten and a half on the opener now down to nine and a half on the total yeah yesterday saw some money on the under including mine it was Eight nothing Blue Jays win. Hinjin Ryu absolutely outstanding after he got batted around last time he faced the Bo Sox up in Fenway. But we know that this is a hitter's park. I think going into yesterday, the Blue Jays were averaging like over six runs a game at home, which was one of the tops in all of Major League Baseball. And you're seeing the under get bet today. And I can maybe kind of understand that because you're going to get some positive regression. I think perhaps with Ross Stripling, 598 on the ERA, just 417 on the XFIP. Lean a little bit to the Blue Jays here. Uh, they're starting to get right. They've been a, they've been a tough out at home. I know the Red Sox have been hot, but got shut out yesterday. And I think the Blue Jays could perhaps get them again here. The total, obviously moving almost a run downwards. This was juiced to the under at ten and a half. Now you're seeing some nine and a half to the over small lean to the under, but you've probably lost a lot of value with the run drop and a total, which you don't see very often. So. I actually think maybe Ross Stripling could be the way to go. I'm seeing as low as 120 at the market. I know we have 130 here at BetMGM, but I like Stripling here on the side for the Blue Jays. Yep, I'm with you. I did play the Blue Jays on the side, and I lean towards the under, but like you mentioned, I don't really want to do it at 9.5 when I could have had 10.5. So right. A little late to the party there. I, I really liked under 10.5, but uh, probably would not get involved. Don't in be talk. late to the party and early for the funeral, right? <laughs> Very good. All right, the Nash Nationals at the Cubs. I've made a little money on Max Scherzer lately and going to try to do so again today. It'll be Scherzer against Jake Arrieta at Wrigley Field. And uh, Washington seeing a little bit of money here. Wes opened up about minus 145 favorites. Now up to as high as minus 155 here at BetMGM. Nine-year total today in Chicago. 
Yeah, and Nats uh, have lost uh, the first two of the series. There's obviously tonight's matchup and tomorrow afternoon, so still a chance to get a split. I think they stopped the potential Cubs sweep here, though, with uh, Max Scherzer's just still throwing great stuff, even even at his age. He's still striking out, guys. 299 on the XFIP, which, which is great. It's worse than the ERA, but when your XFIP is under three, that is fantastic. You still have Jake Arrieta in his return trip to Chicago on the north side, trying to kind of figure out where he is right now uh the Nats I do think can get the win here tonight now the wind it looks like is blowing out 12 miles an hour to have left center field so that obviously for a guy that throws some fly ball pitches like Jake Arrieta does that could be a risk here even though you're not seeing the over get bet as of yet it's actually gone down to the under a little bit still sitting at nine pretty much even split either way but Scherzer's already been bet. The line's moved about close to 15 cents, so maybe going to take me out of it, but I would certainly lean that way. And then you can also look at the first five, and that's where the difference really gets pronounced because this opened 154 on the first five. You're now seeing 170 at BetMGM. So sometimes when I'm doing a favorite and I don't want to lay that price, you can lay first five run line, which is always a half a run either way. So you look at Scherzer, I think he's like minus a half, minus a dollar twenty. Obviously, you lose if it's a push, so there's that risk, but that's why they make you pay that premium on the money line, and that'd probably be the way I'd go here, first five minus a run, half a run for Scherzer. Runner in scoring position for the Minnesota Twins, and Lucas Giolito gets out of the inning. That was the bottom of the second there in Minnesota. They get the third out and will head to the plate for the top of the third, still scoreless between the Chicago White Sox and the Minnesota Twins. I like the point you brought up in that game with Arietta and Scherzer, the Cubs and the Nationals about the wind blowing out and Arietta being kind of a fly ball pitcher. Something to maybe think about there. The total's already a little bit high at nine, but uh, I, I wouldn't be shy about maybe going over that nine in that ball game. The Pirates at the Cardinals. This will be Trevor Cahill versus Jack Flaherty, and it looks like on paper a big pitching mismatch here between the two. Flaherty and the Redbirds, a big favorite there at Bush Stadium at minus 235, seven on your total, West. I did like the Pirates last night did not get there. I was trying to fade John Gant, but John Gant still pulling this Houdini act, despite the fact he's over five on the XFIP. He's still stranding runners and certainly did last night against Pittsburgh. Probably not going to get involved here. Jack Flaherty, 7-0. and And the win kind of gets overrated, I think, as a metric here, but I was surprised to see a guy 7-0. and That means he's always getting the decision. 247 on the ERA, .95 on the XFIP, or excuse me, on the whip, walks and hits Brennan's pitch, 384 on the XFIP. This is just too big of a number. Trevor Cahill was a little bit better his last time out, but the numbers I don't think are great, even though the positive regression could be coming. Just 370 on the XFIP while he's almost at ERA at almost just a little bit under six, but at this high price, nothing for me. All right, we've got to talk about the New York Yankees. They are in Arlington to visit the Texas Rangers. It'll be Kluber versus Yang today, and I've certainly bet on Kluber a couple times this season, but I'm not going to the well with him today. Yankees a big road favorite at minus 170 and 9 for your total. Yankees uh, a little bit down this year, but historically very good against left-handed pitching, but this is a left-hander you are seeing for the first time and really not seeing a lot of movement on the Yankees. It was one. 70 in the overnight. It remains the same pretty much here at BetMGM. So if I maybe were to play this, and I'm probably not going to play this, maybe look at Texas in the first five. Maybe unfamiliar with this lefty the first one or two times through the order. So you could perhaps like take a run and a half if you don't want to take that big plus 155 and get that half a run of insurance. I think it's like plus a half, plus a dollar five at BetMGM. So that might be the way I would look here if I do get involved. Yep. That certainly makes some sense. Good matchup here in Southern California with Shohei Otani on the hill for the Los Angeles Angels. He'll take on the Cleveland Indians and Aaron Savali. Now, the Indians have been roughed up a little bit by the Seattle Mariners, and they will get going here with the Angels today. And they're a small dog on the road. Otani, a minus-120 favorite West with a total of eight. Yeah, you wonder how the Angels' mindset is going to be right now. They 
Murray have the third worst run differential in the league at minus 45 runs. Also, you've got Mike Trout heading to the injured list, and it's the 10-day injured list, but the truth be told, he's going to be about six to eight weeks in terms of initial prognosis. So those Shohei Otani MVP odds may be looking a little bit better now with Trout out for the better part of a month and a half. And uh, it, I mean, it's tough to bet this team. They they didn't uh, they didn't. I don't think they got there last night. But minus one twenty basically here in the market at BetMGM. Aaron Saval has been very solid, not great this year for the Indians. Shohei has obviously been very good with the two ten ERA. I just don't know how the Angels are going to react here. Cleveland did snap their four game losing streak last night. Saval has been very solid, five and one this year. One oh six on the walks per hits per innings pitch man I just don't know if I can get involved with the Indians though I want to see how the Angels react in terms of now losing their best player basically for the next month and a half yeah I didn't do anything with that game I know you gave the Astros a whirl the other night and it did not work out they lost to the athletics they will go at it again 640 Pacific 940 Eastern with Zach Grinke facing Frankie Montas and the Astros a small road favorite at minus 115 Eight and a half your total. And I think I'm going to give the Astros a try here. They did get walked off in the bottom of the ninth last night. Uh, Zach Greinke, look, he, he he doesn't have the elite stuff anymore, but he avoids a lot of hard contact. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. Location, location, location. He'd make a great real estate agent, but <laughs> he still knows how to pitch, and there's something to be said for that, even when your stuff isn't very overwhelming. Oakland a lot better against left-handed pitching than they've been against right-handed pitching, and they struggled versus curveballs this year which Zach Grinke is going to rely on. So I do like the Astros here as the small road favorite. All right, Wes, you and I are off the rest of the day, and uh, we're going to get prepped for the PGA Championship. Enjoy it, my friend. We're the ready second to go. major of the year. I can't wait. Uh, we'll be uh, coming up with some updates. We'll do a Friday night podcast. We'll keep you informed on the PGA Championship throughout the rest of the week. Next, it's the Nuts from Circa. Keep it here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.